This episode of Juggalo Judgment does not contain the cool intro that I wanted to do, because I couldn't figure out how to do the vocoder right to get the sounds that I wanted. Uh, but uh, it does contain uh, uh, more homophobia. Listener discretion is advised. Good afternoon, good evening. This is Juggalo Judgment. Is it? It is. Wow. You are joined by Mike. We're back. Yeah. Again. Yeah. You're joined by Mike. Shmeev. And we, uh, as we do every uh, episode, take time. We can't say every week or even every other week anymore. Yeah. It's every episode. <laughs> you know. Every time we get around to it. Yeah. We're fairly consistent unless something screws it up. <laughs> so, Something. Um, yeah. On the wing. Yeah. Um, so anyways, as we do every episode, we take time out of our busy schedules, and we listen to analyze Juggalo music. There's a lot of analysis going on this week. Uh, this one, yes. Um, is, so, is there? Well, yeah. I guess, yeah. On this one. I did right things. Yeah. We're, uh, it's, this is gonna be interesting, because we're, uh, we're trying to get a, a slight back catalog going we're, up here. We're doing a twofer, but, uh, you're not gonna... You're not gonna the second episode ...for another week. two weeks, so... <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're coming hot off the heels of dumping. That's right, that was the last thing we did. That was. Um, and we're, uh, this week we're gonna talk about, uh, a, an album that technically came out the same day. Um, which I'm kind of excited for this one. Um, I don't know why, but I, I kind of am. Um, <laughs> before we get into it, I want to, uh, I want to... I already s- expressed some of my feelings on this in the last episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to tell you a small story. I don't know if you, if you pay uh, attention to my Twitter at all. I see some things every once in a while. Okay. So, um, as of recording, uh, my birthday was a couple days ago. That's right. And, Happy uh, birthday. Thank you. Um, I didn't do anything, like, super amazing. Like, I went out to dinner, and it was fine. Um, I ended up going to, uh, I went to the store. I went to a couple stores. I went to some record stores. Great birthday trip. As, as I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got some music. Mm-hmm. I, I, t- <laughs> I tweeted to Roach Coach about how, uh, anytime I see a copy of the Methods of Mayhem CD, oh, I'm going to buy it, um, because I know they hate it. I now have my third copy. <laughs> Um, I found a copy of the, uh, of Most Tasteless, the re-release, and I scooped it because it's out of print now. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> I have two copies of that, so if you don't have one, <laughs> good luck finding one. Or hit me up and maybe I'll, uh, sell you Maybe I'll you know, make a profit off of that. Yeah, you know. dick. <laughs> I, I spent $7 for it, so I probably wouldn't spend... I wouldn't charge much more, just enough to ship, probably. Anyways, so um, this this quick little uh, 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 journey that I had, I was in Fye, and uh, it's I like when I go to a store and I a hear music that I know, or b hear music that I've never heard but I genuinely like. I'm like, what the hell? I need this. Hurry this up and story. grab the phone. I hurry up and pull my phone out. Get Shazam on that bitch. Put it as close to one of the, the overhead speakers and, and, you know, go for it. So I'm I'm there searching through the bargain bins in FYE. And I, I hear this song and I'm like, why the fuck does this sound so familiar? It's, it's like, clearly it's a newer song. And I don't listen to the radio religiously. The only radio station I have on in my car is like the local alternative rock station. 
Um, and if I'm if I have anything on my car, it's my own music, so I'm just listening to whatever's on my phone. This song comes on, it's a clubby type song, and normally those are like, eh, whatever, but I've kind of softened in the last couple years that I can listen to a lot of that. And it's got some dude rapping in Spanish, and there was a chick in it. And, like, the more I hear it, I'm like, something about the instrumental kind of sounds familiar. And I can't, for the life of me, just get it. It won't come to me. And I see a pair of teens about six feet away from me. And they're, like, singing the song amongst themselves. And they're probably maybe around half my age now. I just turned 29. And... I'm like, these kids know this song. Obviously, it's a popular song, I'm assuming. It's on the radio here. And all of a sudden, the chorus comes on, and it fucking hits me. And I exclaim somewhat loudly in this store, Who the fuck sampled Informer by Snow? (laughs) Now, a number of the people who are listening to our podcast are probably around our age, probably even older. And get you know, some older people. Yeah. So they will clearly know, and if, if these people don't, Snow was a hip-hop reggae artist of the early 90s, although he's continued to make music. He made it long after that song was popular. Informer was his biggest hit in the early 90s. Yeah. And it was a huge hit because, you know, reggae was kind of like, eh, whatever at this point, but, like, the fusion of that with the, the hip-hop elements really worked, and... um. It was a big deal because a lot of people heard the song and liked it, and then they saw the music video and realized, oh, this dude is white. Yeah. <laughs> he is a white Canadian man <laughs> busting out and that's this, what, uh, this reggae. Yeah, and that, that's what kicked off his uh, long-standing feud with comedian Jim Carrey. <laughs> with uh, Imposter. Dro- dropped a diss track on him on, uh, on, on SNL, I believe. Yeah, was it was SNL? Living it Color. Was it was Living Color. Color. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I think... He had already done uh, White White Baby <laughs> against Vanilla Ice, and so he made uh, Imposter. Jim Carrey's just um, taking shots all day. It's so good. I love Jim Carrey. He's he's great. <laughs> um, So, I'm like, who the fuck sampled Snow? And meanwhile, I love this song. I, like, grew up on that shit. I sing that song at karaoke to the best of my abilities. Fact. But, like... I own a copy of his album, 12 Inches of Snow. It's really, really good. I really enjoy it. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I like, I shazammed it, and I find out it's Daddy Yankee, and it's got, I guess it's a remix of the song, because it's got Katy Perry on it. That was the female voice I was hearing. Okay, fine. So I'm like, what the fuck? And I look, and then it also says, featuring Snow. I'm like, well, where the fuck is Snow? So then I'm like, on my way home later, and I put the song on, I'm streaming it, and all of a sudden... One of the final verses, Snow pops up, and all he did was re-record one of his original verses from Informer, which the song Informer is mostly about how he was um, uh, arrested and taken to jail. Yeah. But there's one verse that has nothing to do with that, and it's mostly about, like, like being being with, like, an attractive woman or something like that. And so he just re-recorded that and threw it in there. I looked it up, and apparently him and Daddy Yankee never met during the entire process of recording the song and recording the video. <laughs> so that's kind of dumb. But I'm just losing my shit because Snow, popular in the early 90s, got to redo something in the year of our Lord 2019. Glad he's still getting work. And 
It made me happy. Like, my initial, like, what the fuck turned into, hey, the song is okay now. <laughs> and normally I don't care for Katy Perry, but she wasn't bad in that song, so I can actually deal with <laughs> I kind of like the remix a little bit more than the original. Uh, the song is called uh, Con Calma, uh, if anybody wants to look it up. But uh, I like the actually like the remix version with Katy Perry more than the regular version that's just Eddie Yankee and Snow. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, to point out that that story, that happening at that time, made me feel very fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> I was not was not too happy about that. So, um, but huh? Snow, mm-hmm. uh, Daddy Yankee, mm-hmm. Katy Perry, mm-hmm. uh, if you're listening, and I know you are, uh, you're invited <laughs> to come on the show. Yes. Um, I don't think that any of them have ever done anything involving Juggalos. You're invited to come on the show. (laughs) I I would love if they get snow for the gathering. Oh my god. That'd be dope as hell. (laughs) I wouldn't know because I've never gone to a gathering. Which, actually, by the time time that this comes out, um, it'll be almost time for the gathering. People will probably be getting ready. Yeah, because if this is coming out next week... Actually, I think the when our next episode comes out, it'll be around gathering time, or maybe at the tail end of it. In Blaze? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, which, I mean, hey, if you need something to listen to when you're on your way to the gathering, <laughs> you just go into that backlog of Juggalo Judgment, peep that goodness, let us know how Twisted set is. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Really sad because they're going up. They're starting the second leg of their Generation Nightmare tour, and they're still not coming to Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> it makes me really sad. Um, but you know what? It's neither here nor there. I just really wanted to tell that story. Um, and you know what? Ten minutes in, <laughs> I think it's time that we can really get into the meat and potatoes I of think this episode. So. What are we covering today? We are covering <coughs> Psychopathics from Outer Space. Yes. This is an album released on Joe and Joey Records. Oh, this is this was on that too? This is also Joe and Joey Records. I will, I will hand you this case. They like didn't need to though. They <laughs> actually kind of did. Oh, okay. Well, there are... Oh, that's right. There, there are uh, Psychopathic Riders tracks on here. There's also another uh, song that has a potentially uncleared sample. Oh. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into get that. Get around to that and we'll get to it. Um, this album is basically a compilation... Um, it features a number of songs that were rarities. This is kind of like a forgotten freshness, but for the whole label. Um, but it also kind of promoted, like, it has a couple Riders tracks. This came out at the same tour as Riders. Um, or, or however the same way to get it. I think there was an actual tour to get this. And, um, it showcased some ICP. It showcased some older Twisted songs. Some that were from the original Most Tasteless, um, that had to get scrapped for the re-release um, and even some, like, super old shit, um, from, from Twisted. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting compilation, and, um, I think that we can, we can get into talking about it. I think so. All right, well, as with every episode, yes. uh, as we do, which, if you're listening, uh, to this while you're on your way to the gathering, clearly, you already have plenty of this in stock. hmm You have to have your, fi- what is that? What? Why is... Shmeev. Yeah. What are you holding? Well, so uh, as we mentioned earlier, we are recording two episodes today. And I know that you said that, you know, one Fago for each of us will cover us for the whole, uh, for both of them probably. I mean, probably. I mean, you're I never. Correct. I never. You're, you're correct in that. However, 
as was brought up, I feel like they deserve a fresh crack each episode. That's true. So for this one, you're going to have your Fago. Okay. Uh, what do you have over there? I have Moon Mist Blue. And me, I have a Red's Apple Ale to help me through this album. <laughs> so let's uh, Dude, crack open is, your Fagos. It is so early in the day. <laughs> it's fine, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> At time of recording, it is 10.49 a.m. The farthest I'm going to go is I'm going to walk to McDonald's, maybe. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm the straight edge one, so at least I can... <laughs> Instead of DD, I can be the DW. <laughs> Designated walker. I can just have you... There we go. Fucking piggyback you on me. <laughs> I don't know if you actually want to carry me all the way to McDonald's. I mean, you're light. With that said... Let's crack, crack open, open a Fago. I'm cracking open a Fago. You're cracking open some alcohol... Uh, it sounded nice though. Yeah, I mean it was nice little. Didn't didn't pop. Unfortunately. Mm. Oh, I'm happy with that. It's okay. I'll shake it up before next episode, and I'll have it. There we go. You just kill almost half of that. <laughs> I mean, this is the smaller part of it, so it's not quite half. There's a lot all, left. I said almost half. There's a lot left. All right, let's get into it. At, uh, you know, almost the 15-minute mark. We're doing great. <laughs> With the Dirt Ball. Go it, go, Inspector! Do you read me? Yes, Captain. Status? Completed. Your mission was to land on the Dirt Ball and explore it thoroughly. You were to monitor the activities of a common life on the Dirt Ball and study people's lifestyles, their general habits of living in their strange society. Yes. Have you done that, Galacto Inspector? Yes, I have, Captain. Very well. May we have your report? A strange place this dirt ball is. A lot of guns, a lot of rich folks spitting our bars. A lot of hoodlums. These are just the bombs that are really pissed off. Why? Probably because they've been ripped off by the system. Oh. Cops, they ride around in little cars and throw fuck behind bars like little jars. They're supposed to be there just to serve and protect, but they just punch faces at lot and choke necks. Then they got the higher ones they call Just don't know. And the kid that was going to jail. Yeah. He looked me dead in the face and said, Hell. Then my cloaking device must have went dead. Because the old ass judge looked at me and said, This is our world. 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 Very interesting. Thank you, Electo Inspector. Now, Bruce, data and data. Right. The dirt ball. The dirt ball. Uh, that is. First off, mm -hmm. first off, mm -hmm. opening not just a song, but the entire fucking album. Mm -hmm. Shaggy Too Dope. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Mm -hmm. He fucking clawed his way mm -hmm. to the top. Yep. Um. It's fucked up to say this actually came out in 1999, but it's still fucking wrong. I don't give a fuck. So, um. So this song was also featured um, 
this was a single that was given away in um, Alternative Press. Um, and I believe this was the one that was also featured on the album um, Heavy Metal 2000. Oh. Um, but I, I can't remember for the life of me. I think it shows it in, in the Juggalo Handbook. Because the, uh, the back of it has, like, the release of everything and also shows, like, when something was on. I'll see it in there, so fuck it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was on that one, though. Um, but, uh, this song, uh, it sounds like it could have been on Jekyll Brothers. I can um, see that. It, it clearly, like, the, the, the instrumental is... I love the instrumental because it's got like the spacey, sciencey. I, I like the uh, sound effects, little radio effects, and all that stuff. Yeah. The, um, Jay the theremin. Jay fucking goes off on that chorus, man. <laughs> like it's cool. Whenever when Jay like having the the um, the the heavy ass guitar behind him, it's it's almost like um, it reminds me a lot of uh, I want my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's and it. I think it really works for him. Um. Obviously, we only heard uh, Mr. Too Dope, uh, but uh, we also have Twisted on this song. Twisted on the track. Um, they uh, they do some trade-off verses, which mm-hmm. I fucking love. Um, I I love their verses because uh, Madrox is kind of has like a staccato feel to it, and for some reason just stands out a lot more um, with the instrumental that, that's being used. I don't know. I fucking love it. Um, but again, we got I, the we got the talking about. We're pretending to be aliens, and we're all weirded out by the way the Earth is working. <laughs> it's it, it is it, like Shaggy has one of the. I think Jay has probably the the lowest verse on this one. Probably, yeah. Shaggy's is actually really fucking good. Yeah, in, like, t- in terms of his his coverage on stuff, Jay it, uses a decent portion of his verse to uh, air his grievances about music censorship. Right, right. And then also confirms via... in. Okay, so Jay... Everybody in here is playing like an alien character coming yes. to Earth. Mm-hmm. In Jay's verse, he meets himself, yeah, he meets Violent Alan Jay. Jay. <laughs> and in this narrative confirms that Jay is also a xenophobic prick. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the very end of his verse is him leading into the chorus by saying like like yeah I saw I saw these ICP people and, and Jay grabbed me and yelled this is our <laughs> I man I didn't even like think of it that way <laughs> wow Violent Jay you kind of wrote yourself into a corner there yeah, imagine telling on yourself like that <laughs> <laughs> but um but this is this is a good track like to get into what the feel of this album is going to be what it's not oh this is a compilation album oh hmm yeah oh well yeah uh this is the only song that has anything to do with uh what could possibly be considered like a theme to it based on the title and the design of the album and all that uh the rest of them are just they just grad songs from like other stuff The thing is, too, is I, I think one of the reasons why they called it Psychopaths from Outer Space is that they did have a tour called Wicked Clowns from Outer Space. Um, and I'm assuming that's how you got this CD. Probably, yeah. But even even though, again, the Dirtball was released on something else prior anyways. Was it? Yeah, it was on that single for... 
I I'm sort of impressed that I just mentioned uh, yeah, five I minutes wasn't ago. Paying attention. Um, but yeah, it's it's a strong opening to the to the album though. It's very gripping, um, especially because it, it is a, a bit of a longer track. Um, but they uh, have very long verses. What's that? Those verses go on. For oh yeah, while. yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, Shaggy, Twisted collectively, and Violent J have the same length. But Twisted's yeah. is are they're basically halves of of theirs. But I mean, you know, it's it's definitely a good song. Again, if they would have thrown this on the Amazing Jekyll Brothers, I would have been fine with it. I think it would have played, yeah. Um, if it was, if you were to tell me like to take off a different track instead, you could get rid of I stab people. <laughs> I was trying to think of them, and I was like, I don't remember any tracks. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but um, but okay. Um, that's the dirt ball. That's the dirt ball. Now we're going to move on to um, murder, murder. Murder. You wouldn't like Earth anyway. There's way too much murder. Again and again, and now she's screaming like I can. But I could give a fuck less. Before she dies, I grab her by her blood soaked hair and tell her shit's gonna be alright on my end. I'm glad it happened this way. Back in my daughter's life again, ain't it a shame that it came to this? Life goes on except for one less bitch. Ain't it a trip? One song ago, domestic violence was a bad thing. This is true. That might be why he wasn't in his daughter's life. Um, so this is a song that was on the original version of Most Tasteless. Um, it actually is a edited version. When I say edited, I mean um, this was a House of Crazy song. Um, oh. that officially never had gotten released um this was one of the tracks that was given to um violent j um on that original demo oh um of the ones that i recall being handed to him on that original demo eh. uh second hand smoke oh is then you're comparing you're comparing this, this, okay, this yeah. one compared to the eh. right um but the original version also has the roc that version did not come out until I know that, like, nationally, like, the House of Crazies, they have a, um, Greatest Hits that came out uh, a couple years back that has the full version with R.O.C.'s verse. It's also on an R.O.C. album, 
um, called Bits and Pieces. I didn't know that until oh. very recently, actually, because it's not called Murder, Murder, Murder. It's just called Murder, but the E um, has is a three instead. Oh. So, um, Murder three-year. Yeah. So, they performed this at concerts. I think they did it at the most recent one I went to, the, the um, which was the, the most tasteless, the freak, freak tasteless era. Sure. Um, and, I mean, people love this track. Um, you hear that uh, Method Man sample in there? Um, it's just him saying murder. Oh, okay. That, that was one of the reasons why the song was cut from the re-release. Um, ah, gotcha. example. Um, but I never really, like, listened to the lyrics. Even, even live, it was kind of hard to, like, pay attention. So I get that, like... Okay, Monoxide, the reason why he's killing this person is because, I guess, she wouldn't allow him to see his daughter. Yeah. yeah. This is... I didn't listen to the second verse, clearly, so... (laughs) Okay. So... Go on. (laughs) This this is when I had Genius up, because I really wanted to, like... I I listened to this last night, and I was trying to really pay attention. This is easily one of the most graphic songs that we have listened to thus far. I suppose. It, It really is. Um, And it's like... Okay, Monoxide, in in story context, he's coming up with a justification for why mm-hmm. he's murdering, okay? Madrox, it does not seem like he has a reason. <laughs> and that's what's way more disturbing about it. Also, he kills a dog uh, well, and is very graphic in that, and that makes me sad. I mean... I don't like it. <laughs> um, But, like... Yeah, this song is very rough. And that's, that's usually the easiest way to uh, you know, tug at the heartstrings. Yeah. You know, lots and lots of like you know, thousands of people dying and all that stuff. Eh, single dog though. I mean, there is a website called Does the Dog Die? I know. <laughs> you don't have Does the Middle-Aged Man Die.com. <laughs> So I know. Uh, I, I wasn't stating that in a sarcastic way. I mean, that's just literally which, how things are. Which, like people... which, which reminds me, I just saw John Wick for the first time, and despite knowing it full well, I was like, okay, I it's know what's coming. I'm gonna watch it eventually. It's it's fucking great. So I hear. I know. Um, <laughs> but despite knowing what happens, it still got to me. <laughs> My dog was watching it. Was she didn't. <laughs> She was she was straight sitting on the floor looking up at the TV for like a couple minutes watching the movie. Is she John Wick gonna get that fucker back? She did not. <laughs> she did not see that scene. Oh, thankfully, okay. I was so happy. For well, I'm sure she's heard about it though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, this uh, this track it's it's very rough. Um, lyrically, um, obviously, I mean, like they're the way that they're saying it is good because it's twisted. But it's just so graphic <laughs> that, like, it's making me question if I still like the song. I mean, like, yeah, it'll it's probably the... give me more times to like check it out and whatever. But I mean, people people dig it at shows, sure. So hey, it's got I, like I think the I think the hook House... and all that stuff. The general execution of it is pretty good. But I mean, like. Again, you know how I feel about like horrorcore in general. Yeah, it's, but, yeah. which I mean, House of Crazies that was that was their that was their thing, and I can't tell if they were more 
edgy or graphic or whatever <laughs> as HOK or now as Twisted because there has been some stuff in recent years where they've gotten very dark. Um, their, their album that came out in 09, Wicked, is pretty dark. Um, does it compare to something like this track? I don't know. Um, I mean, if we, if we get to that point... You what know, do y'all think? Yeah, let us, <laughs> let us know. So... We can we can get to moving on. Track number three. Fifty, 50 dollars bucks. Fifty bucks says we will annihilate your planet. Yeah. <laughs> hey yo, Jay. What's up, Blair? You know they don't like juggalos over there, right? Fifty bucks says you don't get nothing. Check this out. It might sound shady, but I fuck a rich hoe named Grady. They call her that because her hair is blue. She's one of them rebellious rock chicks, too. Anyway, she has a big hoop in her netting. Rings, chains, needles, pins, and things. Tattoos. It might sound fierce, but I swear to God, the bitch got her butthole pierced. She told me she liked it rough. I'm like, straight. First thing she did was punch me in the face. I'm about to plant one to her jaw. Before I could, she was tonguing my balls. Oh, I dropped my weapon. Looked down and my nuts was kick-stepping. We was butt naked all over the floor. It felt weird, though, because we was at the Fago store. Mama don't like this wicked clown. I might come from the dark side of town. When she's gone and you're alone again, 50 bucks says you'll let me in. I Okay. Yeah. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Uh, something to point out real quick. Um, this track, along with a couple of the other ones uh, that you'll see on here, were, I believe, singles that were on the Pendulum uh, comic series. Um, I told you about this before. Yes. Um, Pendulum was a, I think, 12 comic um series that uh, was done through Chaos Comics, I think. They're since shut down. Um, but basically, uh, you buy, buy the issue and you had a sweet CD single. Um, about half of which were actually like new material, which was kind of cool. Um, and then they released a full graphic novel of it, which had a CD that had all of the tracks. Um, except three of them. Uh, issue 7 contained three Psychopathic Riders solo tracks. Um, but they did not put those on the full album mm -hmm. uh, later on. I had to buy a separate copy of <laughs> issue seven for that. I do have the the comic, and I like it a lot. It's it's very well done. Actually, I bought that thing like sealed from somebody on uh, on a Facebook uh, group, and I was like, all right, I can't wait to read it. And somebody in the oh yeah, com that was that one. Somebody in the comics, somebody in the comics was like, you better not open that. And I'm like, I bought it because I want to read it. It's mine. You're not getting it. Why do you fucking care? And so I took a picture of it with it, like with the wrapper opened. NRFB. <laughs> Shout out to Dexter Slap. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that this is one of the songs that was uh, that was one of those singles. I don't remember which one, obviously, but uh, it's good. But yeah, it's it's a fun song. It's fun. Did you notice that there's a sample in it? No. That guitar riff. Okay, what is it? It is. Ramble On by Led Zeppelin. Shit. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I know it sounds 
It sounds like it's not something that's original for them. Yeah, I mean, like, it has... I mean... I, I thought I, that, I feel like, I feel like every once in a while Mikey Clark does just like bust out a guitar to just play a thing or something right. or have somebody else do it, but like, yeah. I thought that the chorus might have been ripped off of something too, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I have no idea regarding it. But I mean, I like the groove in it. Yeah, the, and, the riff is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love twelve strings. It sounds like it's twelve string to me. Could be. Uh, and also, I really love uh, in general. Uh, whenever you have like acoustic stuff on a track, usually you hear a lot of uh, a lot of superfluous sounds that you would figure that you wouldn't want in a thing, but it still sounds cool to have it. Maybe oh yeah, you have like fretting hand sounds and all that stuff. Oh yeah, I mean I, I dig that stuff. Incidentals, some fret buzz here and there. I'm like that rocks. Yeah, whenever they're able to like make sure that the acoustic sounds like it's it's upfront. Yeah. Um, where not necessarily it overpowers like the drum kit or anything like that, but where you know you can hear it it's and prominent. distinguish it. It sounds good. It really does. And I think more songs need to, to take that, like... like I'm just thing. saying it's good. Yeah. So you can use it and no one's going to be mad. <laughs> I mean, and people are going to be mad, but, but we are. Them. I'm not. <laughs> and I, my opinion is the only one that really matters, so fuck it. Um, that's it. I mean, I, I like the song a lot. It's fun. Yeah, as, um, as songs go, there's not much to like say about it in terms of, like... It's just the hey, substance of it. It's, it's, just, it's two clowns talking about. Uh, they're just proving that they can they, get the ladies. Yeah, and they'd be fifty dollars richer for doing so. There you go. <laughs> Unless like they're just going back and forth with it, in which case they're just passing fifty. Oh yeah, that each might other. not. Yeah, yeah. Like Jay's like fifty bucks, and Shaggy's like you got it, and Shaggy pays him the fifty bucks, and Shaggy's like, hang on, fifty bucks, man, and Jay's like, yeah, whatever, and Shaggy goes and does it, and he gets his fifty bucks back. There you go. Yeah, I mean. It just never ends. That's that's good until one person does not possess fifty bucks. Well, I mean, they if they shouldn't keep be doing them. that, then it's just the fifty bucks back and forth, and right. they break even every time. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll take that. They're probably just passing back an IOU. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub life. Damn. Moving on to track four. Bam. It's, it says twisted, but it's technically just a Jamie Madrox solo track. Oh, okay. Blab. Old school twisted found in the rubble of Earth's remains. You don't know how we do things. Shut the door. Don't fucking say shit. I'm gonna fuck. Give me that fucking wrench. I'm gonna crack this fucking kid in the skull. Listen here, motherfucker. You don't know how we do things. You shut the fuck up. Look, some motherfuckers don't play that shit. I'm one of the motherfuckers. Don't fuck with me. I'm warning you. What the fuck? Don't fuck with me, you cocksucker. Shut, shut up. I transcend. Cisco and I go to heart as I always 
Blam. Yeah. This is just Madrock showing that he can just flow. That's literally it. It is a... And flow. It is a bragging track. And flow. And so fucking good. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I actually have a, have a memory of uh, when I worked at my prior job. Uh, somebody that I worked with um, early whenever we started, he saw that I, I had... Um, I don't remember if it was my one tat or if I was like a shirt I was wearing or my hatchman or something. I don't know what it was. But then he pointed out that he had um, juggalo tattoos that he since was covering up. Like he would always wear long sleeves because he didn't want to show them. He was he was dropping the hatchet, if you will. Um, but we would still talk about some music, like the newer stuff that was coming out. And I remember one time we were on we were on a break outside, and he um. I can't remember what it was, but for some reason this song came up. Maybe I was like, I had it on my uh, phone or something. I was like listening to it. And he just starts going and he's doing it word for fucking word. And I'm like, oh, you're so cool. Why why are you not going to listen to this music anymore? And then like nowadays, I don't fucking like him. He's a dick. <laughs> but, um, but I don't know. I, I wish I knew the words of this song just because I like it. It's... Not so much nonsensical. There is not really a point to the track. He's just talking about like how he's cool and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's I. Uh, I that's do the purpose of tracks like this. I do appreciate uh, the, the Power Ranger and Toys R Us callouts. I appreciate the Tonka truck they, drop. There you go. They, uh, they they hit me in the feels. I used to have a Tonka truck. Back Same. In the day. See, like I was really like back in the day whenever I was like a really little kid though. Uh-huh. Like I like it was like a little dump truck one. Yeah. You could sit in the back of it and push yourself. Like I had that too all the time. I had oh that my too. God. My pa- my grandparents still have it. It's would, like in our basement. I would fucking zoom across our goddamn <laughs> kitchen straight into a cupboard. <laughs> and those things were made of goddamn metal. You could oh, yeah. murder somebody. Oh with yeah, a they don't make them like that no more. <laughs> they don't make them like that back in the day. <laughs> That's true though, man. I had one of those. That shit rule. If I ever find that, I'm gonna fucking take a picture. unbreakable. <laughs> My grandmother was like, ah, oh, whenever you get married, we'll give that to you in your wedding present, and blah, blah, and your kids can play that. I'm like, I wouldn't let my kids play that. <laughs> my grandma's claim to fame was hitting her kids with Tonka trucks. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm not certain if it was a joke or not. <laughs> so, blam. <laughs> <laughs> Blah! <laughs> that would be very difficult to fuck with. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You don't, no, no, no. <laughs> oh fuck! Blam's Blam's a good song. It's all right. I like smooth. It. I like that. Good I, feel. The I, the only complaint that I kind of have is um the uh, the instrumental that like whistle sound that kind of plays in the background. I like it. it. It's it's not bad, but there's times where, like, the pitch, because of it being so high, it's like, you kind of have to turn the volume down a little bit sometimes. That's what I, um, that's a big thing whenever I listen to The Chronic, too. Some right. Of the, uh, some of the really higher ones. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I, I do want to point out uh, the, the line towards the end of his first verse, um, where he was going to get a value meal. For like two eighty five, he goes. It was such gonna, a long fucking. <laughs> part. It, was, it was gonna be 
Super size for thirty-five cents. So we're looking at that's 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 two thirty right there. Damn, two thirty, right? Two twenty. Two ninety-five and thirty-five cents. That would be uh three thirty. Three thirty. Sorry. And then he was like, "Okay, this is that so- Hardee's he's talking?" Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Oh, I didn't even know they said Hardee's. When he goes to Hardee's, he always okay. orders him a Frisco. And so he wants to upgrade his, his drink to a milkshake. And it comes to what? I remember looking at this before <laughs> and taking note of it. And I was going to bring this up and I forgot. I'm glad you brought this up. Total comes to fourteen eighty eight. Fourteen eighty eight. You're telling me that a fucking... Upgrade from a milk from a soft drink to a milkshake is a ten dollar markup. So, <laughs> what the fuck, Hardee's? That's a very strange specific number. Tax? Uh, no, 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 no. Hmm? That number is a very strange and specific number. Fourteen eighty-eight. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. So let me preface this okay. with uh, I'm a, I'm a very online person at times. Yes. And uh, I, I I follow a lot of shit that goes down that maybe other people aren't aware of as okay. much. Uh, 1488, you might be seeing it a lot recently, uh, usually in uh, the, the names and tags for a bunch of fucking Nazis. Uh, 1488, referring to A, the 14 words that, you know, Nazis had their, their thing about securing a future for the white race. And 8088, referring to HH as in Hail Hitler. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of 88. Uh, yeah, those two together <laughs> are, are what a lot of people what throw What the down. fuck? <laughs> so I spotted that and I was like, <laughs> fucking what? Now, I want to say that that's probably just a coincidence. I have a feeling. I mean, like, I don't think that Jamie Madrox is a fucking Nazi. <laughs> no, based on, like, based on lots of fucking shit discrediting that notion. Yeah, but that, that one caught my eye, and I was like, excuse me? How do you end up on that? Uh, I want to know what the markup is and what, what what's tax in, uh... In in, I don't know what area of Michigan they're they're in. Do that research for me, juggalos and juggalettes that, and know, like, that know math. I'm sitting here like, is there like a is is he doing a thing here? No. Is he like taking a shot at somebody hardcore with that? Like, I don't think he is. It maybe, doesn't really maybe, come maybe out. Maybe it's to... Hardies. Maybe Hardies. Maybe I it's Hardies. Hardies are Nazis. That's it. Uh, I'm staying it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Eat shit, Hardies. You suck. You and Carl's Jr. But by the way, I look up the fucking pictures of the Undertaker from way back when, where he <laughs> says his name, and then puts eighty-eight. Jesus Christ! And the fucking picture of him with the biker shirt that has the fucking SS on it. That one, yeah. <sighs> Moving on from this, we're gonna go to something else terrible: Sleepwalker. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Nate, it's good to see you back. People, we have a new member today. I'd like you to meet him. He's going to stand up and tell us what's going on with him and what he wants to change about himself, if you will. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Violent J, and I'm an ex-murderer. Okay, now, remember, we all have similar, similar problems, and that's why we're all here, to help each other work them out. Well, I just hope you guys don't think I'm crazy, but... 
Sleepwalker. It let is. me prep it. Let me just cut you off before you say anything. Okay. And ask you this question. Okay. This is a Hollow Wicked track. It is. Yeah. Okay. That's what I can tell because <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> they're always like this. I actually. This is this is I believe Hollow Wicked ninety nine. I actually thought that this one was better. It's not quite as slow as the other ones. I actually dig the the subject material of him potentially being like a murderer when he's sleeping, but I can't like pay attention to it. Uh, <laughs> it's really hard for me to pay attention to anything he's saying. I I mm, I mean, to each their own. I know like some of the older ones we listen to, like how uh, what Halloween on military things like that. Like they just have that like old sound to them, so it's hard for me to listen to those. This one, like, the production sounds a lot cleaner. His vocals are, are right up front. Like, I like that. So, I don't mind this one. So, let um, me bring up a thing for you. Yeah, you, um, you said you were something. All right, I'm going to play a song for you real quick. Okay. Just a piece of it. Okay. Uh, to show you that... So, like, Jay... Uh, the the Basically, what Jay is doing throughout this entire song is... He is rapping with the exact same tone as like the production, like the the beat behind him and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and he never fucking stops doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout the entire thing. Right, as as seems the case with practically every every Halloween song. song. He does. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna play a quick track for you, like a verse from something, to show you how you can do this in what I feel is a much better way. Mm-hmm. So here we go. So, okay, here's the thing. Everybody in this song actually does something like that. Yeah. Uh, every single one of them will take uh, take points in their verse to verse. rap along with the, you know, thing in the background. But they don't do it the whole goddamn time. Right. And it feels really good whenever they do it. Like, whenever they nail that, it's like, right. shit, man, that's a good fucking highlight for that. Yeah. Whenever you do it for the entire fucking song, yeah. verse and chorus, mm-hmm. holy shit. <laughs> you lose me. I'm yeah. sorry. It's really hard for me to, like, just I get it stick when, with this. But at the same time, I get it when it's when there's, like, a theme to it. Yeah. When, when the whole track is meant to be that theme, okay. It's cool for the highlights, like... If 
okay, we just heard that that verse from Black and Yellow. If the entire song sounded like that, it wouldn't necessarily sound bad, but no, it wouldn't be a standout. Yeah, okay. I, I'll, I, I mean, I think I would really not like it. <laughs> if, every, uh, right. if, if through every single verse somebody was doing that, I do not think so. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we're, we're talking about ICP. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I've I've heard them do better than this. True, <laughs> true. But I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's other songs that we've heard that are in similar styles and were probably better. Whether it was the subject matter of the song, production of the song, one thing or another, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule. Yeah, this may not be one of them. No, in not. your opinion, um, I mean, this this is this is basically in the in the same vein as like, um, what the hell was that song? Shit. Metal Warp. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Oh, so bad. I, I will say that this is probably one of my, like, one of the first Hallow Wicked tracks that I start to like. I guess that's fine. I mean, the... I, I keep getting it wrong. Was was the Mr. Johnson's Head remix of Hallow Wicked track? I think it was. Was it? I thought there was a different Hallow Wicked track on um, the thing. There was a couple of them. I don't know. I thought that the Mr. Johnson's Head remix was one of them. I thought um, that was supposed to be released on uh, Jekyll Brothers, you said, or something else. It was supposed to be released on, uh, was it Malenko? Malenko was supposed uh, to be on? Maybe. I don't think it was Hallow Wicked. I think it was just supposed to be on some other uh, album. Yeah, one of the remixes was supposed to be on something. Maybe, uh, it might have been supposed to be on Riddlebox. Maybe. That would have been around the time. Was on Riddlebox? No, Mr. Johnson's head was on Remaster. Remaster? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, I, I can't quite remember. Um, but anyways... I, I yeah, that, that's that's more or less what I why I really but don't like this track. But like, but like <laughs> more and more, like the the Halloween tracks start to really differentiate. I'll, I'll wait for that. I, I'm <laughs> sure you will. I'm sure you're so excited for that. Okay, um, we can move on. We're a third of the way done. All that's right, cool. Up um, next, are you a rider? Uh, guess what? I'm not, so we can skip. I don't have to be told that I'm not. This, this bitch want to know is she a rider? <laughs> is she? Are you a rider? He doesn't answer. Oh, well. Okay. Anyway, that's if, a Are You a Rider? Yeah, if you want to know about that, uh, check out our last episode where we talk about Psychopathic Riders Dumping. I think it's a good track. It's, there we go. it's not bad. Up next. She Ain't Afraid. Who's it by? Twisted! This song is six minutes long, and the first minute plus is dedicated to this intro. Oh no, I forgot. Yeah. I wonder if this is like one of the same pornos that I see people You gotta listen. That voice sounds like the same person. It could be that one that I have right here. It might be. Just fuck, I hit you till you bleed And we can just blame it on the weed Little freak, sucking me off Making my knees weak Rubbing my nuts when I come Making my voice tweak She makes me feel like a champion Late night, when I call She knows what's happening I got a box of condoms and a mind full of tricks A freak just for fucking in my balls And my dick get it started Legs parted, I hit it so hard The pussy farted And now it's time to she shoved it in her mouth It felt like I came from down south Know about it Pussy pleasing's just a part of the game You gotta bang it till it falls 
fucking till I curl. Toes fell off, fuck a curl. She kept nibbling my nuts like a squirrel. I hit the weed and flick the ass on her back. Fucking her friend in the face until her jaw snapped. Oh shit, I can see her sucking on her tits and I can't help but notice four fingers in the clit. She's a pro. I thought I saw her pussy glow. It could have been a sweat in my eyes. I don't know for sure. This freaks the shit. For loving dick is sick, but man, I love that fat bitch. She ain't afraid to admit she likes dick, and she ain't afraid to admit she likes a pussy lick. She ain't afraid to let me fuck her in the ass, and always got a mouth open for the comfort. I don't know how much of that you guys heard, but whew, that was the same. That's at the but uh, two minute and fifty second mark. <laughs> we just stopped that. Holy shit! So uh, there's I'll, a lot in there. All, all I have to say about this is the same, but I get called slurs for it, so. <laughs> Shaggy's at the end of this track, and yeah. he really did not so, need to show up for this. That's literally what I said. <laughs> so, the first note I took was, I like the instrumental, though. Because it reminds me of Cotton Candy. A little bit, yeah. It, yeah it's, it's, got that... it's got that funky riff to mm-hmm. it. Like, that sounds good. But I said... We didn't need Shaggy on this. We definitely did. And then under that, especially some of the shit he says. So here's what I here's what I wrote down, okay. word for word. Okay. Shaggy, you really didn't need to be here for this, especially with where you went with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Shaggy shows up at the end of this track to um, inform us that he's definitely not gay, mm-hmm. and that's more or less it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he says that he will get with any woman, no matter appearance. Um, mental capacity, uh, it, literally anything. Well, he does drop an R word in there. He does. Right. Thank, thank you for reminding me. He does. Um, and then reiterates the fact that he, um, he, he is not a uh, homosexual. Um. So, <laughs> I'm gonna have to show you this at some point, but mm-hmm. our listeners might be aware, might be familiar with this. If y'all watched some Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. um, the flyer that uh, Mac Dennis and Charlie make for their party mansion, he's basically reading that off. <laughs> I'll show you it later. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, Aside from that, I mean, like, I don't... I never really care much for songs like this, I'm being honest. Yeah, it's I mean... It's whatever. I, uh... I, I guess, like I said, it's... It's... Not an amazing song. This was also on the original Most Tasteless. Oh, okay. Um, if this got taken out because of an instrument or like an unclear sample, I could understand. Maybe it was the thing at the very beginning. They didn't clear that record, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, like upon thinking about it, I could totally like there is that like slight drum fill and then the beat kicks in. Yeah, I could probably get it to cut right where the beat drops in, which but would eliminate that. Drum which would eliminate like. A minute thirty <laughs> of this long fucking song. <laughs> but I mean, so. like, I don't. If I was going to hate any part of this song, it's literally just Shaggy at the end of it, and I mean, the rest of it's like, it's okay, it's okay, you know. It's not not my thing so much. I actually do kind of like the hook. It's okay. Yeah, it's this is another song it shows. They bust this track out. Yeah. Gotta gotta play the songs about the ladies. Uh huh. Gotta. 
You're trying to avoid saying the thing that you say. <laughs> no, because that'll come up later. Moving on, track number Are you all ready for this next track? <sighs> Alright, so before we before we get into this. Oh, okay. We're gonna preface it? We're gonna preface it. You no, know, just gonna like throw them in there and just let them just 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 bust it all out at the end. <laughs> this track specifically uh-huh. was one of the highlights. That I wanted you to touch on. I'm not saying highlights like, oh, this is the best song on the CD. It's not. It really isn't. But I knew that you were going to have strong opinions. I mean, I don't have much to say about it. Really? What is there to say? Track number eight. Slim Anus. Eminem, huh? You wanna diss us? You wanna diss the St. Cloud Posse and Twisted? Well, here goes a remix from us to you. This is the truth about Slim Anus. My name is. on my butt for a chance to be famous. Uh-huh. Wanna copy me and do exactly like I did? Yeah. Try Sid, get your butt pumped out like I did. <laughs> no. My brain's dead weight. I'm trying to get my head straight, but I can't figure out. Which backstreet boy I wanna impregnate? Uh-huh. And Dr. Dre said, Slim Shady, you a cutie. Uh-huh. I'll give you a deal, let me up in that booty. Okay. Well, since age 12, I felt like I'm someone else, cause I hung my original self from the top bunk with a bell. Yep. Got pissed off. And rip Pamela Lee's tits off. She don't know how to do Tommy Lee. I'd suck his f**k off. Hi, my anus. Who? My anus. What? My anus. It gets tapped off. Hi, my so, anus. Shreve, do, do, do you understand the premise of this song? It's a tough one. Eminem is gay. Get it? It's, is that what they were saying? It's funny. I thought this was like a... Like I, th- I thought, they were like taking some like actual like decent shots at him for something. But you're just saying, oh, they were just saying he was gay. That's the whole all, time. You know what? That's all it was. Shit, I misunderstood this completely. Yeah. So and you have a uh, Jay at the beginning and end of this track sounding yes. like somebody who is definitely not mad. <laughs> yeah. Um. Th- this is literally just they took the song "My Name Is" by Eminem and dubbed over it at points. Uh, Primarily, Jamie Madrox mm-hmm. as Eminem, uh, with uh, Fallon Shea as Dr. Dre. Uh-huh. Um, so, it does say Insane Clown Posse and Twisted. Sure. It's not. Um, it's just Jay and Jamie Madrox. Right. And It's Dark Lotus. This is Dark Lotus. It's right? not. It's not Dark Lotus. <laughs> um, there's actually something important to note about that. Oh. That there's no Monoxide Child. Uh-huh. Shaggy obviously was at the forefront of all this too because you know the the beef was Eminem and Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, they they had that skit. He had that skit on that that Marshall Mathers two. Uh, what? Sorry, uh, Marshall. <laughs> the first one. The first. Yeah. Jesus sorry. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm thinking like skipping all the way to the late 2000s. No, I think I was thinking like oh the second album. Yeah, Marshall Mathers. Uh, Wait, did LP. he he released that in the 2010s? Didn't he? Shit. Marshall Mathers 2, two yeah. uh, 2013. Yeah, shit. Wow. 
Um, God damn, time's fucked up. I know. Um, but yeah, there was the skit, the Ken Kniff skit, mm-hmm. um, which I think that was after this, actually. Oh, what Yes, it was. Because he also references it in the song uh, Marshall Mathers, and he distinctly says the word Slim Anus. Oh. So this was just because of their, their beef was starting when he was trying to promote a release party for his Slim Shady EP. Um, and said that ICP was, would be, would maybe be there. He said that on the flyer, like, yeah. like special guests, like all these people, Kid Rock was on there and then said it in San Clown Posse and there was like an asterisk and said maybe. <laughs> so he gave them a flyer and then asked if they'd be there. And Valentine was like, fuck you, you didn't ask us ahead of time. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we only hear Jimmy Madrox. We don't hear Monoxide Child. Okay. So the story goes... Um, Monoxide and Madrox had indirectly known Eminem when they were growing up. Oh. They knew Proof, uh, mm-hmm. Eminem's best friend. Yeah. Um, again, kind of like indirectly, but they like see like Proof and then would be like at the lunch table or whatever sure, rapping sure. and stuff. So that's how they were aware of him. They wanted to try and sign Eminem mm-hmm. to Psychopathic. And then I guess, like, the day that they were going to go to Alex about it, about the, the possibility of it, it was then revealed that Eminem had signed with Dr. Dre. Yeah. Okay. Then everything fucking blew up. <laughs> but Monoxide specifically did not take part in any of these shots against Eminem. Because because he, he just signed with another guy. He just signed with some other fucking label. Like, it's not a fucking... But he did not want to... He, he wanted to potentially work with Eminem in the future. Yeah. And didn't want, you know, to hurt those chances. So even to this day, he's never said anything about that. Oh, shit. Which is... Hey, smart. Yeah. You know, it hasn't happened... Yet, <laughs> but who fucking knows? It might still happen. Detroit. I don't know. So, so yeah. I mean, yeah. like this 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 entire track, like you said, it is literally just like how many ways can we call Eminem gay? And it's okay. So I I told you before, uh, like forever ago, whenever I first started listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. The uh, so it's I listened to that. Classic rap battle (laughs) between uh, Cannabis and... (laughs) Shit, who's the other fucking guy? I've already forgotten who it is. Somebody Uh, really good. uh, Yeah. Somebody who isn't Cannabis. Fuck. And it it was... Okay, so so for those of you listening, maybe some of you are... uh, Maybe some of you know this stuff already. uh, But uh, Cannabis back in... uh, I don't remember what fucking year it was. Maybe it was like 08 or something. It was... I think it was in the 2000s. he showed up to, uh, he, I, I think he hadn't been battle rapping for a while, mm-hmm. and he showed up to do a thing, and uh, he had very long pauses during his time to, you know, take shots he at was who the fuck he was against. And he was, like, he would just stop for so fucking long. <laughs> Cannabis.exe has stopped working. <laughs> until, until finally, in the third fucking round... He just goes, all right, look, y'all, I got to fucking, I'm, I'm conceding this, but y'all paid me to be here. You paid to come see this, to see, to see us, you know, bus lines and stuff. And he just pulls out a fucking notebook, 
legit. <laughs> and starts uh, dropping his lines from there, and the crowd is not happy about it. Uh, but yeah, literally, uh, for for all of his time, he mostly spends his time calling his opponent gay. Other dude has his shots to do it. Uh, for the for a little bit of it, I'm like, alright, this guy is ro- can't stop from calling him fucking gay. I don't, it's so fucking stupid that this is just where people go because there are so many other lines that he drops that are actually good. Uh, for example, taking shots at him for going on about how, like, uh, the Hobson diss of, oh, you say you're bringing back real rap, but you won't fucking do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. the only thing oh. that you can do whenever you talk about bringing back real rap is talk about bringing back real rap endlessly and never get around to fucking doing it. I didn't know you paid attention to Hobson. I don't. Oh. <laughs> because that's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> his last album kind of disappointed me I'm not gonna lie and um, you know that kind of stuff I'm like that's a diss right there that's knocking somebody hard <laughs> like right. that's good shit it's like it's really fucking easy to just and, call somebody gay it doesn't do anything and, and you know what we talked about this before um we had that uh we had that discussion um regarding uh regarding Eshawn regarding that supervillains shit mm-hmm Rap needs to scooch away from using gay or anything like that as an insult, because it's not. The fact that you're trying to, like, show this, you know, macho style or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um... To, to prove superiority, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. It, it has no bearing on anything. Does that make you a better rapper? No. Okay. People are gonna, like, okay. People were, were blowing up in the last couple of years because of Tyler the Creator. Because cause he... It's, is he gay or is he bisexual? I can't remember what, what it was. Well, uh, I, was, I was actually gonna bring up a thing about that. Right. Uh, but real, real quick, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cut you off really okay. quick, while, while, while you're on the Tyler the Creator thing. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody, I, I want you to do some homework real quick. <laughs> when you go to YouTube, type in Left at London, all one word, and Tyler the Creator. It'll come up as a as an autocomplete thing. Watch the video. It's just, just do it. <laughs> go on. So, Tyler the Creator, you know, I, I think I mentioned this before on that, on that last discussion, was, you know, he had admitted uh, in sometime recently that he is not straight. We'll just say that. I don't know yeah. what it was, so I don't want to, you know, get it wrong. And, like, Eminem, in re- recently in his Kamikaze album, brought that up, mm-hmm. and he backmasked that F-bomb, but guess what? Still said it. Uh-huh. Okay? And the other person who's featured on the track, I can't remember who it is, was like, yeah, I wasn't even in the studio when he did that. I'm not cool with that. Mm-hmm. But like that song's there, like it's 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 there. It's not going to be destroyed. It's See, there. You forever. decided to record this, right? Here's why you shouldn't have. Now, me, I don't like Tyler the Creator. I bought Goblin way back when because I heard so many good things about it. I got barely two thirds in. I was like, "This is fucking garbage." <laughs> now, that said, I can 
admire the fact that he has such a large fan base. Yeah. You know, the, the Odd Future people, like, have a big following, especially mm-hmm. him. He is fully independent. Yep. Like, has done all that shit on his own. Good job. Hell yeah. Okay. But, the fact that he is not a straight male has no bearing <laughs> on his ability as a musician. Or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, you can... It's... He you has... Can, you can diss somebody he, on shit that matters. He has, <laughs> like, he has a verse on the song uh, Martians vs. Goblins, which is uh, Game. Uh, it's, it's Game featuring Tyler the Creator and Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne just does the chorus. I fucking love Tyler the Creator's verse. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. Games is okay. <laughs> he's, he's just okay on it. Sure. It's just okay. Tower the Creator, dope! But, again, we're coming to a point where... And this this song came out in 1999. Mm. Okay, this came out probably shortly after the actual original My Name Is song came out. Sure. They were just like, oh, it's popular, we'll grab that and dub over it. And it's just fucking lazy. It is. Like, it is. It's fucking now, lazy. We do get we do get a song a couple years later that is an actual diss song from ICP oh, sure. to Eminem. I think it's the last, like, the last song that they do regarding that entire feud. It might be the last song of that feud. Um, Because they didn't really, like, put too much effort in the actual songs. It was mostly in interviews and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And the worst that Eminem does is the track Marshall Mathers and uh, the Ken Kniff skit in Mm -hmm. Marshall Mathers LP. But, yeah, it's like, it wasn't... Like, Fuck With Dre Day is funny for a bit. Yeah. And then, like, at its core, it's, oh, Eazy-E is gay. The end. That's that's it. Here's here's the the most that I will give to this track at all. Uh, using a person's own track and also parts of their own lines in a diss track and just kind of, like, finishing the lines with something else. Clever. Cool. Whatever. Like, like, no joke, like, I've, I still, to this day, chuckle a couple times throughout it. Maybe I'm a piece of shit for that. Or maybe it's just, like, it's just because Madrox puts on, like, the dumbest voice for it. I don't know. That's but this song, I mean... Like I said, the, the premise of using half of a person's line and finishing it with something else? Solid. But I mean, I mean my, my name is is already a song that doesn't have much substance to it. No, <laughs> so we'll just we'll just double down on it. <laughs> but yeah, that that's the thing. And again, I I just wanted to. I, I knew that you would have something to say regarding. I mean, I this didn't track. write much for it because I was just like, I mean, I have everything already. I felt like it would be like the one track that you felt the strongest about. <laughs> I mean, it's obnoxious and yeah. stupid, but whatever. So now we can we can move on. We're past the halfway point. All right, we're at. Oh no, we've we've hit a. Shmi, we we we've hit a, a uh, a dead end. Oh no. The underworld watches in horror as this marks the day that three of America's most notorious outlaws will be executed for their crimes. Together, the states of Michigan and California will conduct the executions behind.
behind prison walls. The three prisoners are set to be executed by three separate methods, electric chair hanging and firing squad. Midnight tonight will mark the first execution. Death waits in my cell, I can smell them. Somebody tell them that I still breathe. Leave, I'm alive, I've never seen 25. Yet still I can feel I'm real. When it all happened, I was in the limelight news. Camera, David Killer, stamina. Another year, I'm still here, but forgotten. Skin is right, feeling old, cold. Motherfucker in a robe gonna sentence me to die in a metal chair. Cause I'm not here. Better not I'll be dead. Yet I'm trying to figure out a way to keep my eyes from popping out my head. Oh, then remember my ass twitching with my eyes dripping down the glass. Shaggy, I think he'll try to start a riot. And then it's ice deeper, he don't seem faced by it. I know the devil's waiting on me. But does God like you playing his role and killing me though? Lock me up until I die, maybe. But you never can tell, we might be sharing a cell in hell, cuz. My last request was, let my homie smoke my ashes and catch a violent J-Buzz. One more thing before you hit that switch. Please tell my mama that I'm sorry. I never... skip to it if you'd like oh okay i didn't know if it was the next one it's not it's the final one well that's dead end um so there's a uh, there's a guest on this there is uh would you like to to reveal who that is so if you'll remember back when we talked about the amazing jekyll brothers there were three guest artists that icp got to work with but they cut one of the tracks this being the track they cut. Oh, shit. This is a good track, though. I kind of like this one. They spent 30 grand on... Wait, let's see. What was it again? Let me let me, let me get my handbook out. Uh, 30 grand was the Snoop Dogg one. That was it? the Snoop? I don't... I can't remember if that was or not. Uh, I don't think they spent that on ODB. Maybe they did. Let me... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Maybe that was ODB. Shit. Yeah, it might have been. Hold on. Okay. Snoop Dogg's was the one they paid in cash. Yes, that is true. I don't think they paid 30k in cash. They did not. <laughs> um, okay. Alright. So, yeah. So, uh, they paid Snoop 40 grand, 40 grand. in cash. Oh, they paid ODB 30 grand. They paid ten grand to none other than Ice Motherfucking T, and they cut this song when. And I'm gonna say this: this is the best song out of the three. Yeah, in an overall sense, yeah. And I don't understand why. Is it just because it was the cheapest one? Possibly. Like, is that the only reason? Is Ice-T not as popular as Snoop and or Old Dirty Bastard? At the time, I think maybe. Mm. 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 He's de- I, I think it's easy to say he's definitely not as big as Snoop. Well, yeah, I mean, 
That's that's a really easy one to call. Which is really, it makes it really weird because I feel like bitches is the easiest one to to cut from that. Personally, I uh, yeah, but because and again, this is made during the Jekyll Brothers era, so they wanted to get like some high profile people. I mean, Ice T. I don't know the last time he had made a solo record at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Clearly this, I mean, obviously this is after Body Count had happened. Um, yeah, Body Count was 93. 93, 94? One of the two. Yeah. So, I mean, he had made at least one Body Count album at that point. Who knows if he had another recent single. And I mean, Ice-T apparently is really, really cool with them. Um, pretty sure he performed at the first gathering. Um, He's performed it more than one. I know that much. Like, him and the Juggalos are tight. So that's cool. Um, whether Coco is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So did you uh, did you find uh, the spot where it No, I up? just kind of like put it somewhere up there. And we're going to find out and I can... Well, yeah. I can, if, I can you know the, what? We're, we're going we're gonna to play that verse. I got seven bitches aiming at me. My back's against the wall. If only at my strap, bet I could fuck them all. Watch them fall. But they got my ass tied up behind this wall. So the homies can't ride up. No killer. In fact, I killed the most. At random, though some of them I planned them. Fuck it, I kick your bucket for you, floor you. Got more guns if there's more you, huh? War with the cops, no problem. They shouldn't have took the job. Blow holes through their heads like donuts. Grown ups, kids, and girls gather around and get gunned down. I do it for the fun of it. Adrenaline rush, coked up quick the bus. Plus, I love my dust. Gun fun, watch your blood run, son. I'm on one. <laughs> Mother, motherfucker. But check it, this time I'll be the one dissected. I can't wait to feel the heat when letting flesh meet. Bittersweet, baby, I've been waiting for this. Go straight to hell, kick it with the rest of my clique. Fuck a blindfold, I wanna look deep in the eyes so they can see the full face of the dog as he dies. Plus, I wanna see the motherfucker squeeze. I got a hot date with my soulmate, bus. I can't wait. That's a fucking crazy ass firing squad. <laughs> yeah, and usually they have one bullet yeah <laughs> so each uh each member of this track uh are, are being executed we had jay who was being killed by an electric chair yep. uh shaggy Shag- was being hung. being hung hanged hanged yeah that's that's true that's the proper way to say that uh and ice tea as we heard uh went out by firing squad which is probably the worst I don't know about that. Uh, that well, mm. Getting hanged if you don't if 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 you don't break on the drop. Oh, yeah, that's you're bad just times. You're just shaking. Yeah. And then uh, I mean, yeah. they all kind of suck. Yeah, there's 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 being honest. Although Shaggy does laugh at uh, at Violent Jays at first. Yeah, he said it was funny at first until his eyes popped out. <laughs> so that, or head exploded rather. So this is a this is like the horrorcore version of uh, Hallowed Be Thy Name by Iron Maiden. <laughs> I don't know that song. So. Uh, How would be that name by Iron Maiden is about a guy on death row going like literally going to his death and all the shit that's going through his head while he's trying oh, wow. to like come to terms with it. Oh man, that's some of this is people trying to come to terms with it. I mean, like it depends on Ice T is just verse. Ice T is like he's like nah. I would smoke all of these motherfuckers <laughs> if I could, but as it stands, fuck it. You're going to watch me die. You're going he's, to watch the life leave my eyes, you he's fuckers. A, he's a badass on this. <laughs> you describing like about like the all the thoughts going through their heads. It reminds me of this uh, this movie. I don't know if it was a full movie or just a short thing. I saw it in in school. Um, that I think was actually based on a, a short story of a man who's being um, executed uh, by way of hanging, oh. and um, 
he uh he's there and when it when it drops or whatever um i think like the the rope actually like snaps and so he's able to escape and he like cuz it's been hung like over a river or something uh-huh. so he like he's able to escape and he's just trying to evade everybody and then all of a sudden like he comes upon like his home or whatever and there's like his wife i'm assuming or whatever and she's like she wasn't at the execution for some reason and so she's like they see them like doing the, the slow like run and then all of a sudden it cuts and it's him being hung oh shit so it's like it's like you you see what was going on in his mind of you know, oh, maybe I'll get lucky and this is what'll happen. Right. And then, like, no, the instant, it, like, right before the embrace, you, you, like, it cuts and there's, like, the final drop and he's just there hung. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind right there, but I mean. Uh, you know, it's, it was brought up. <laughs> but Dead End is a damn good song. It's and I'm, good. I'm really disappointed that they didn't put it on, um, on Jekyll Brothers. Um, like I said, I mean, you had... I stab people. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, excuse me. Um, I mean, I like this better than I like the Shaggy Show. Damn. Sorry, Shaggy Show's a long song. I know it is. It's a long song, and it's unnecessary, but... No. Like, I don't know. This, uh, it's sad because this song only got released on this album... Don't think that it was one of the the singles for the pendulum, but it did get released uh, nationally on featuring freshness in two thousand and eleven, I think. Huh. Um, which is kind of cool that more people would have gotten to hear it then. Obviously, this yeah. album is available to stream, I think, so that's cool. But this is definitely like a hidden gem, in my opinion. It's it's definitely like everybody knows what they're talking about. Yeah, there is a line that uh that don't know if it was a throwaway line that Shaggy says, where he says he starts to think of his brother when they were young. He says, wait, fuck, I don't have a brother. <laughs> and I'm wondering if that is, like, oh, just the context of the song or the fact that, like, John Kickjass kind of, like, abandoned ICP. Jeez. Like, when they were younger. So, hmm. I don't know if that was if that was it or not. I, yeah. you know, something to think about. But, you know. All right. Well, up next is a song we've already listened to, so we're just going go no, to go somebody's dissing by Twisted. No! <laughs> All right. So, way back when, way back when, the beginning, on our first official episode, episode one, I had said that there was a song that they, that there's a couple of them where I said, there's a better song that shows up later on. There's a better version of this. We've already encountered one of them. And that was first day out. Yeah. Twisted schooled that shit. Mm-hmm. Shmee, yeah. this is the other one. Uh-huh. So good. This is Redneck Ho 99 by ICP and Twisted. Ain't that about a who? What you so mad about? Them goddamn city folks coming around these here hills looking for a piece of that tender young ass. Well, let me tell you, my family knows better than to give her pudding to anybody else but Paul. Rapping to this bitch with a redneck, a redneck. That fucking redneck. Rapping to this bitch with a redneck. Find a Jake on step to that red ass neck. Southern Bell Cow Pope, and I don't tell naive only fuck you can't fuck. I can't believe. 
broke my nizzos. So, this instrumental is still good. Yeah, they, they updated it slightly. And I still hate this song. I... <laughs> and also, uh, whenever Twisted does their their verses, uh-huh. what the fuck did were they doing with the goddamn beat in that? Oh, where it's like spooky. Yeah, I don't know. Where it's garbage. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. I it's like pretty it. Pretty bad. Well, I mean, they do that in the original one too. Yeah. They they yeah, changed up the instrumental during John's first. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I well, it's only in Madrox's part. Yeah, it's still. has to switch back to the original. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, so I don't care. I fucking love this version of this song. So <laughs> I love it. If we, if we want to go actually... all the way back to to the original song <laughs> and what I had to say about it, <laughs> oh, which is actually not even in this book. It's on oh one yeah, of these, that's right. One I of these. Pe- Pieces of paper that I ripped out of a different thing. Because I didn't take into a I didn't take notes for this for the first episode. It wasn't last. So, oh, I didn't even write it down. Oh, shame on you. Anyway, the point that I got to in that was uh, in the original they were just kind of using the whole like southern people are racist thing as a uh, as a cover up for how much they hate women. <laughs> This one, they don't even go to the lengths of attempting to cover it with being mad about racists. All, all they do with this one is just describe a bunch of southern this type shit. This one's slightly closer to 50 bucks than the original. Anyway. Yeah, eh. I, I guess. Um, but it's just, <laughs> I, I still don't care for it at all. <laughs> I don't know, I, I can't help it. I, I really like this version of this song. Um, I, I always have. Sorry, it's, it's whatever. I just I don't know. I can't help it. It's <laughs> look. I have to deal with the fact that every once in a while I want to listen to a Lost Prophets song, and you know what? Just... <laughs> hey, they've only got like one good song. So I like I liked one of their albums. I owned one of their albums, and then I just found the single of the one song I listened to, so I bought that <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah, we all have our demons. <laughs> like, like the like the lead singer of Lost Prophets. Yeah. Somebody brought that up recently. I was like, "Oh shit!" Because somebody was talking about uh, enjoying black metal and how you have to deal with the fact that sometimes those people turn out to just be fucking Nazis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like, "Yeah, I saw Varg live once. Whoops, didn't know at the time." Yeah. Luckily, the other two bands there were really cool, and those are the only ones I bought fucking merch from. What's what's the what's the disconnect between I can enjoy. Something that's created by a person who's basically a piece of shit. Talking like death of the author kind of shit. Or the uh, separation of art from artist is what people yes. always say. It Because guess what? That this, this music definitely comes to that point. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> so I didn't get to say it um, on the last... Well, on our last episode, I talked about how um, I had been listening to the audiobook of Behind the Pain. Sure. Okay. I finished it. Oh, um, earlier this week. How was it? So, I do recommend it. Okay. Like, people who are... If, if you haven't actually read um, Behind the Paint, the audiobook version is still pretty good. Um, but, my thing is, Violent J does not pull punches 
he does not sugarcoat how he was in the past, which I can appreciate. Sure. He does not feel remorse for the majority of it. And that's a whole thing. That's what I <laughs> that's what I have a bit of issue with. Uh, hey, you've only got one life to live on this earth unless reincarnation's real. I don't know. Um but don't don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. Like and look, if respect if you other are people. a piece of shit and you recognize that you are, you can fix that. Yeah. You can definitely fix that. It's a hard. Lot of people have. It's hard, but yeah. it can be done. And it's it's just, worth the effort. <laughs> just just something just something to consider. That's all. That's that's all that we here at Juggalo Judgment <laughs> want you to know. But yeah, I mean, the 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 separation of, hey, I like this song. Oh no, this person's actually a fucking asshole. Am I not supposed to like this song? I can't. I can't like consciously be like no this song sucks now yeah i mean like here's the, the thing of it is fucking the song murder on my mind by ymw Melia. i think i mentioned this before <laughs> yep in the very last episode yeah where i'm like oh man this song is i i dig this song for some reason oh he actually is talking about the time where he murdered somebody yeah and he's in jail for it mm-hmm. fuck yeah like so the thing of it is, is uh, whenever it comes to an artist that uh, you, you find out is actually garbage and all that stuff, um, nobody can really tell you what to do with that. Uh, you have to make the decision for yourself whether or not something that may have been like an important part of your formative years in some cases, or you know just something that you enjoyed a lot, is something that you can continue to listen to. Some people can't. I... Like I said, sometimes I feel like I want to listen to Lost Prophets, and I'm like, yeah, I still really can't go back and listen to this in good conscience. Um, I my brain does not allow me to do this, so I don't. And in some like, it's not wrong of you to go back and listen to stuff as as long as you're recognizing, you know, the stuff. I, I think the way that I that I can look at it is, I can appreciate the artwork, but not idolize the actual artist themselves. Yeah. Or, you know, try to, you know, become said person. Also, in the case of Lost Prophets, I mean, there's three quarters of that band that is not a bunch of horrible monsters, so... Yeah. It's it's a whole thing. It's, It's harder for some things where it's like, this person is garbage, and also their music is about how garbage they are. That one's rough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that like, one you might want to take a drop off on, but if if it's just like, oh, this person talked about things that resonated with me and I feel were important, but in their private lives they were also fucking horrible. There's some sway there. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's a very gray topic. It's a gray area. It's up to you. But... The choice is yours and yours alone. That was Olmec. Alright. Decide how you want to go through that hidden temple. We're, we're moving past that shrine of the silver monkey <laughs> into track 11. Somebody's dissing. I can't believe we finished it so fast. They call me hectic because the way the pain is interjected. You talk shit, you gon' regret it. Fuck it, you said it. Watch your mouth, fool. I'm 
I'm on the move, time to play for words you say One level of pain on display, bitch, back off Too late, the riches ran out, you jack off Even you wishing that you was dead off the planet Can't understand it, let me explain All that shit you taught drove me insane But my brain swells, my ears bleed And all the bad level of attack is underrated Remember that, hairs get cracked with baseball bats I love the sound it makes when it pings I even love it when my ears ring Stop the suckers in a second Leave you with no sign of recollection Rearrange your whole memory session Disease infection, open that I die slowly Covered in cornstalks, protected by the old trees Freeze, motherfuckers, get your hands in the air Motherfuckers, this ain't a game, I don't talk shit I'll slit next just because Catching the buzz and keeping the lookout for the fuzz If I get hit by the cops, I'm going out like Val Kilmer Heat the whole squad, dropping the bomb and watching simmer Pain is a beautiful thing, it makes my spine shiver Murder for hire, better believe I deliver You think somebody's dissing you, they probably are heat reference there <laughs> he talks about going out like Val Kilmer yep have you seen heat uh I have not but I've heard about it is that the one with uh Pacino Pacino, Pacino and De Niro oh shit playing opposite each other oh shit Pacino is is the cop in that one I believe nice De Niro being the I've, I've heard good things about dude. that movie Val Kilmer it's fucking murked it's pr- it's probably, <laughs> probably one of Val Kilmer's last good movies here's here's the thing uh I would recommend that you just look up the bank scene and then don't watch the rest. It's a three hour fucking movie. That movie is too goddamn long. <laughs> that scene is awesome. <laughs> you love heist shit. That scene is amazing. Really? This movie is too goddamn long. <laughs> <laughs> just watch this 15 second, 15 minute uh, scene. It's a mind. very long scene. Oh, is it? It goes. Okay. Uh, lo- like, uh, so, you, you seem like some uh, uh, payday shit. The, the game. I'm, I'm aware of it. I've never there, there's a uh, level called Heat Street that's based on that. Oh, really? It, that's kind of cool. It goes from robbing a bank to a shootout in the streets across several streets. Oh, there's wow. a lot of shit and shit going on in that. It's fucking And that's how chaos. Heat goes? What? Like, that's what happens in the movie Heat? Yeah, that's that's that's, that's what I mean. That's, that's what that whole thing is. I'll check that out. It's fucking great. Uh, so this beat at the beginning of it uh-huh. has this real smooth sound and then it cuts into this fucking weird shit. It's a really mm-hmm. harsh change and every time it's just like it's a little jarring but yeah. both of them are cool mm-hmm. but the transition between yeah. them is like mm. they could they could have they could have smoothed it out um, but overall i do like the i like the production on this this is this, right is, song. this is another rhymes for days from it twisted is, it is literally just, just doing some bragging they, shit they, they flowing and flowing <laughs> and flowing and flowing okay so this was on the original uh version of most tasteless um Okay, yeah, so this was produced by that Scott Sumner guy, huh. um, which is interesting, because the, the one, like, I remember there were tracks from him on the original album that were just like, eh, okay. He's not Mikey Clark, but he did some okay stuff. I think he does good beats. Um, so yeah, uh, th- this is this is another track of just, like, them flowing and flowing and flowing. That's it. Like Twisted Dude, because they're fucking good at it. <laughs> so, something to... Um, Something that I need to state on this track, though. Oh. It just says somebody's dissing. The full track name is technically somebody's dissing you. Yeah, I but, wrote that down because I, I I think I wrote these down from Wikipedia or something. Right. This is the regular version of the track, but if I remember correctly, it's 
technically a remix. We will come to the track that is listed as a remix um, in, a, in a few episodes. Um, okay. So it, it shows up on Cryptic Collection 1. Um, and it's, it's interesting. But I I totally forgot that this one was on here. Otherwise, I would have been like, oh, well, we'll come to it later on. No, fuck it. No, we... Because there are differences between the, the two. So that's okay. why I didn't reg- say anything regarding it. Also, it's a good track. Um, Sorry. But I don't listen to this version uh, anymore. Because, oh, because I like the other one better. Here we go. <laughs> no, it's going to be one where you're going to... You'll, you'll probably agree with me on this one. I, th- I really think you will. All right. <laughs> but... Yeah, there is a line that I love in this though. I have I have wrote this line on Twitter many a times when I felt like shit. It's the Val Kilmer heat line. Yes. Yeah. Um Madrox has a line um towards the beginning of his uh, of his verse. Half of the world is corrupt and alive. Other half is depressed and they want to die. There you go. That fucking hits hard. <laughs> Holy shit. I love that line. Woo. I want to put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> on the first official Juggalo Judgment t-shirt. Oh shit. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. That that line just resonates with me. I fucking love it. I feel it, yeah. Alright, anything else on Somebody Dissing? Yeah. Alright. We're going to go to our next track, track 12, which this was a a uh, Pendulum single that oh, I'm okay. aware of. Um, I don't think it was given away on anything else, but could be wrong. Um, but hey, it's the Amazing Maze. Ferris wheels and bumper cars are fun, but those rides just aren't for everyone. Bought my ticket, I'ma have a run in the maze. If I don't come back, I'll ride away. Give me time at least to have a day. Don't just leave me lost and thrown away in the maze. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jeff Nepple. And I'm Jimbo Jism. Welcome to the Dark Carnival's Amazing Maze. Over 5,000 ways to get in and no way out. Let's meet today's volunteer. This is Rick. We like to call him Rick the Dick. Dick Face here is a wealthy entrepreneur who smacks his wife around and buys his way in and out of everything. Let's see how Mr. Tough Guy fares up in the Amazing Maze. What up, bitch? I'm Volunteer. I'll be a guy for the day. Okay? Good. Got me. And mad floors, hallways, carways, walls for days. Make a left just before you make your right. And your left should be to your right if your left's right. Right, good. Begin the show. Go on ahead, boy, and open up the first door. Uh. Welcome to a theatrical thriller. Meet Jack Doobie, a serial killer with a chainsaw. He takes your arm at the elbow. You get it back if you make it out, though. Fuck. Ain't no use crying all day You need to take a bitch ass back down the hallway You gotta be a man, at least you learn Everything you get in the maze you find Keep running, time's a ticket on the clock You might wanna tie that stump up with a sock Turn right, it might look the same But you making tracks to the room of thumbtacks This really ain't shit About a million tacks and the room spins a bit If you stay on your feet, you'll be okay <laughs> Oh, let me get out of your way Oh boy, Rick the Dick's in a bit of a jam there, Jeff. That's right, Jimbo. Legs and Jamie as the hosts. Shit. They're so good. The dream team. They're so good. So, okay. (laughs) This maze does not seem very amazing. The beginning of this Mm -hmm. and the the hook thereafter. So, back in the day, whenever I I was a young boy, 
I mislabeled this album. Uh, <laughs> there's a band called Audio Adrenaline, uh, still active today. I've told I've, you about them before. I've, I've heard of said band. They're a Christian rock band. Okay. <laughs> uh, their debut album, okay. self-titled, okay. in 1992, actually. Oh, wow. Damn. I, I had this labeled 1994 because I thought that's what I saw. And they're still going on today? Uh, so they had a, they stopped in the mid-2000s because their singer's voice was fucking gone. Like, mm-hmm. he destroyed his voice mm-hmm. horrifically. Oh, jeez. Uh, so he quit, and I think they were only down for, like, a couple years or something like that, but they picked, uh, they picked back up again. Same and guy? And still going today. No, no, he's, oh. he's done. Oh, okay. <laughs> he cannot sing anymore. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll play you a bit of their, uh, live show right oh. before his retirement. Oh. Uh. Okay. Anyways. But. That that uh, the beginning of that song, you know, the hook mm-hmm. and all that stuff. All I kept hearing was this song. That fucking every time I would hear them go back to that. Uh Mike has removed his headphones. <laughs> he can't handle the adrenaline, the audio adrenaline. <laughs> what are you looking up there? <laughs> Look, you're looking something up. <laughs> so back to the amazing maze. I gotta say, um, I appreciate uh, murdering abusers as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the same vein as most of the other stuff that we've talked about, you really still don't got to be homophobic about it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Thumbtack stuff. I'm here. I'm here for you. You got me. <laughs> like, I, you know what? Thumbtacks will do it. We watched. Oh, Jesus we watched Christ. <laughs> we've said it before. We watched wrestling, and uh, the the free show from AEW Fighter Fest was last night. And they went ECW as, as, on that oh, shit with, yeah. with Moxley and who the fuck was he? Joey Janela. Joey Janela. Oh my god! They Did brought you... they busted oh. out the barbed wire. Oh, he had thumbtack. He had like three bags two, of thumbtacks. Two bags. Two thumbtacks. Which reminds me, uh, John Moxley posted on Twitter uh, early this morning. Uh, Mon Joxley. It's it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. I love it. There's a picture. Basically, John Moxley won um, after go- going through hell, and he took some took a beating from from Mr. Omega. Oh yeah. That's after right. after all was said and done, but the guy he beat, uh, Joey Janela. There's a picture of Moxley and Janela sitting next to each other early uh, this morning, um, and Janela's just giving him the finger like they're sitting next to each other. <laughs> Like, yeah, we just put each other through hell. We're cool now. <laughs> we had to get out of our systems. Anyways. The Amazing Maze. Um, I love the composition of this song. It's pretty good. Like, I I can really, like... The, the instrumental's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the storytelling That audio good. adrenaline uh, sample. Oh, shut the fuck it's good. Up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but I do like... Uh, I do like that Shaggy, when he comes in, like, his is... A lot more raw and gritty. Like, and it's not just him. Like, obviously his voice is different than Jay. 
but they changed the the music for it too. The yeah. music is is darker and and whatnot, and it really sets it apart. Where Jay's doing the whole like. Like, no, here's the next place. Here's all you got. Here's your very weird instructions for it, and you'll be fine. And then it's like, Shaggy's like, JK, get fucked. I, I like, uh, I like that, um, what the last time that Shaggy comes through, it, it's, uh, it sounds like a talk box, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. It, it sounds, it sounds like it's coming through like a radio. Oh, um, okay. Whenever the guy's outside. Um, I, I really like that part. Um, but this is another song, as I've said with a couple of the other ones. This could have been on Jekyll Brothers. Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, obviously a lot of these songs are made around the same time anyways. So, <laughs> I, I said, I think I said during um, the Jekyll Brothers episode that that is a very, like, unique point in their, like, their time for, like, the style of music and everything. Yeah. That if they released a song tomorrow and was said, and said, this is a song that we found that we made way back when. And if they didn't tell me that it was Jekyll Brothers, but it was Jekyll Brothers, I'd be like, oh yeah, they made this for, like, during the Jekyll Brothers era. Like, yeah. easy. Because nothing else that they've made sounds like that album. Yeah. Okay? Some of the Bizarre Bizarre stuff kind of does, but not by much. <laughs> like, it's a very unique album. In production, in, um, in Jay's voice especially. Yeah. Um, and how he raps on that CD. So yeah, if you would have put this on Jekyll Brothers, I I wouldn't have. That might have made Jekyll Brothers like even better if you were Jekyll Brothers. Maybe it could have been a good album. You shut the fuck <laughs> up right now. <laughs> I have already conceded that Jekyll Brothers may not be their best album. But you will show it some respect. <laughs> Put respect on that name. It was okay. Up next. <laughs> Old School Pervert. Uh. If I licked your pussy, would you suck my dick? I got you moaning like the bitches in the porno flicks. Pull your panties to the side so I can dig you out. Cause I'm the old school pervert. You know what I'd be all about? I'm looking for a girl with some fat lips and some nice hips. A honey dip to come equipped with some big tits. Baby, you're the bomb and I heard your pussy sweet like candy. And you be having niggas down to be down like brandy. But what I want to know, are you a freak? Can we bust a 6 9 in my backseat on the creep? Move. What I gotta prove, girl, you heard the song Your pussy is my weakness and I'm feeling cock strong like He-Man So who do I be, man? You're calling me sick But you're the one that's done kissing your girl after she sucked my dick Playing role games where my dick swing I'll be Indiana Bones in the temple of Poon Tang Fucking that cunt like a maniac Steaming up the back windows of my 86 Pontiac Aphrodisiac, Spanish fly in your drink By 10 o'clock at night I'll be fucking you on the sink I can tell you're coming by the way you scream and moan I bet you dream about fucking when you be all alone But now I'm with you, unleash emotions of ecstasy Cause you with the old school P-E-R-V-R-T Every bitch wants to be fucked Every nigga wants to be substance Y'all lying, y'all just up to your front Every bitch wants to be fucked Every nigga wants to be sucked Y'all lying, y'all just up to your front Discriminate on asshole, pussy's the same I fuck the gangsta bitches No so you know how uh, we've talked about how Twisted can just kind of like flow for a very long time? This is not a, uh, an instance where they should. Blessing and a curse. <laughs> Double-edged sword. Okay. 
I'm this gonna... song is basically She Ain't Afraid Again, except, like, worse. It is. Yeah. Um, so, I have... I don't even care as much for... Like, the in... the beat is almost okay, yeah. but I still don't really even care for, the, for it that much. This was, uh, this was a Mr. Bones track um, from I don't know when. I would like to get off of his wild ride. Um, I have, on practically every episode... Made the comment of, oh, yeah, we gotta have a love song on this one. I'm not making that joke on this. I hate this song. We already had She Ain't Afraid. I hate this song. Yeah. I legitimately never liked this song. And I've had times where I tried to give it a chance... And it doesn't work. Let me go to my notes. And and they have even done this at shows. And I just stand there like, mm-hmm. I bought my head because of the, the beat, and that's the best part of it. And there's some shit that is not cool. <laughs> he says, the second verse, he straight up says some, like, stereotypical shit of, of various uh, ethnicities of women. Okay, you did catch that. I yeah. didn't know. If, okay, yeah. I, I forgot because I didn't write it down. Uh, let me go to my notes real quick, though. Yeah. This is the best song on the album. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know what my, my note is? It was the first fucking word I said when we slowed it down. I said, nope. I'm sorry. Yeah, Twisted, I love you. Madrox, I love you. I cherish your jersey that you gave me. But I do not like this song. And I I hate to say this. There is a sequel. It's slightly better. Actually, if I listen to it nowadays, I might like it more than this one. Because I just remember not caring for it when it came out. And that came out in 2012. Huh. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like this one. Well, moving on. Track 14. Who? Oh, the Psychopathic Riders. Well, guess what, everybody? This is another track that we happen to already cover on our last episode, Dumpin'. If you haven't checked that out, uh, please feel free to do so and let us know what you think about it. Maybe we'll encounter the Psychopathic Riders again in the future. I still guess don't like what? it. Shut up, I love that one. <laughs> All right, last track. Last track, uh, which I, I just realized right now that I, I never actually wrote anything down for. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, I showed you, you saw it. I know. Um, yeah, this is a long episode. <laughs> you don't say Sorry. that. Ooh. I mean, I blame the fact that I told a seven-minute-long story. Oh, you about sure fucking did, didn't you? We also went off topic a couple times, yeah, and you engaged in it as well, so I don't want to hear it. So now, the I final track, topic. we're going to talk about... Meat Cleaver. This is the last song. Mission complete. I'm out. Yeah. 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 What's that? Misery. Word up. Twisted. Indian St. Compost. You know what I'm saying? Forming a 50-foot Voltron in your ass. Your worst nightmares couldn't fuck with this. What you gonna do? I'm rolling with the psychopathic Make a move and shit get traffic Leaving motherfuckers in caskets Or wrapped in rental plastic Cause we psychosomatic It's schizophrenic lunatic Holding my balls with your bitch and goals The tip of my dick We real sick bitch Running tell a friend Twisted end of the beginning Becomes the beginning Of the end of world Down me a healthy hand of pain 
Posse cut to end the the album. I'm glad they they brought the best psychopathic records rapper on for this. My boy Misery, shout out. So do you want to do you know what my second note says? Here we go. Go away, Misery. I thought he was fine. No, he is rapping Spanglish. That does not make sense. He's the psychopathic Beto O'Rourke. Except he's actually fucking Hispanic. <laughs> uh, yeah. This was also a track that was on the original Most Tasteless. Um, not quite sure why it was taken off. I'm guessing it was a sample, but I wouldn't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the only other thing I could say is maybe ICP's verse was a little bit on the slightly more graphic side. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But, uh, but I, I genuinely enjoy this track. Uh, it's alright. M- misery aside. Um, just gives me misery. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, I, I do find it a bold move that they say they're running with a meat cleaver. Yeah. Which, spoiler alert, the hatchet man is not holding a hatchet. He's, uh, holding he's, a meat cleaver. he's holding an actual fucking meat cleaver. But meat cleaver man <laughs> it just doesn't work right. Cleaver man. Cleaver man might have. Eh. Yeah. Hatchet man has has a has a like it's it's definitive. Yeah, cleaver man just sounds like a dude who really likes leave it to beaver. They do. Uh, they they did. Like if you look online, there's multiple different designs of like what the hatchet. Yeah, man is. Like, yeah I showed yeah. you the one with like the the gat. Yeah, we we also spoke of this in the uh, and there like somebody the did make one that looks like a hatchet, and yep. it just looks weird. <laughs> Like I'm so maybe it's because I'm so used to that. If you would have showed me this this made hatchet man of the hatchet man holding an actual hatchet, if that was the first thing I ever saw, I'd probably be like, okay, it looks like a hatchet, I guess. Yeah, but no, cleaver, eh, whatever. Um, so that's me, cleaver. It's you know, it, it's it's the psychopathic records people talking about what psychopathic records is yeah. more or less. It's what, just them being like, hey. Do. We're talking about our murder clown things. Here's here's what we rap about. Yeah. And then Misery is there doing something. Yeah. That's all it is. He's just but dunking on the rest of the psychopath. Nice, nice yeah. uh, Lex Luger reference. Yeah, yeah. Got a couple uh, wrestling references there. Torture rack shit. Yeah. yeah. Viol- Violent J uh, says that he'll come down the rafters like Sting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about that track. So, yeah. It's, it's, a cool, it's a cool track. I dig it a lot. It's not bad. And that, finally, 
is the end of Psychopathics from Our Space. That's Psychopathics from Our Space. So, given that most of these tracks were from one thing or another, sure. um, be it like limited releases like the original Twisted album, um, or singles here and there, uh, what do you think of the of the overall compilation? It's okay. <laughs> you were pausing a little long. It, it's it's okay. I mean, whatever. Uh, it, like I like I told you before. Whenever I first listened to this, mm-hmm. uh, because it opens with the dirt ball. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's going to be you know mm-hmm. a thing, you know, like a themed kind of thing or whatever. And then it's just not, and they're back on. Just shit that I just don't give a fuck about them doing. <laughs> like, right. All the stuff so, that I really dislike about all of them. <laughs> so, what happens is. The portion of it. There are two more Psychopathics from Our Space albums. Okay. And they end up sounding more kind of. I mean, they're compilations. They're kind of like mixtapes, in a sense. Where they're all tracks. I don't think any of the tracks ever got reused, with the exception of. One on Psychopathics from Outer Space 2 got reused on a later CD um, from a group we haven't encountered yet. Um, but they don't have like the whole spacey, like, there's no track that starts off about them like in space or anything. Oh. But they will have like the sound effects and how we kind of had those like intros. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, that's the only thing. There, there's one thing I forgot to talk about. There is, uh, there are two two skits on uh, on this album that I always forgot about because I had them cut on my versions um, of them going to this place to eat. Yeah, yeah, and and Monoxide's cousin, who sounds like a very deep, gravelly voice, Jamie Madrox, (laughs) I think, um, trying to fit him in a car. And then whenever they're at the place, and he's eating up a storm, he ain't got, he no, ain't money. got no money. I so hate skits. I hate skits, but listening to him recently, I was like, okay, those ones are kind of funny. Yeah, they're fun. And it's like, man, you couldn't have put those ones on Jekyll Brothers instead of the fucking Jerky Boys. No. Which is what those <laughs> were. Did we discuss that? I don't think so. The the prank calls or whatever? Those were the Jerky Boys. That was that not... The Jerky Boys were, I guess, like a... a Sketch, not sketch comedy, but like they were a comedy thing, and they were they did stuff with like Adam Sandler, oh. like way back when, um, and that was literally all they did. Oh. So they just had the Jerky Boys on there, just, just to throw that out. Sure. Um, so yeah, uh, favorite track or tracks? Uh, are you a ride? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like uh, somebody's diss and dead end are pretty good. Okay, that's. I like 50 bucks, like I said. Those, those ones are alright. I think that, like, for me, it's it's the tracks that sit, like, from then and now and everything. Yeah, I think the Dirt Ball is good, but I don't think I want to, like, listen to it again. Oh, I love it. <laughs> like, See, I, I'm It's I'm just not one that I would regularly want to go to or anything like that, but I was like, uh, yeah, it's alright. It's a good track. See, meanwhile, I'm, I'm on the opposite, and I like the songs that were pretty much only from this CD and not put, like, anywhere else. Mm. Like I love dirt, dirt ball, um, Redneck Co. Ninety Nine is great. No way. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I mean it was you know it was kind of useful. Amazing Maze I think is great too. So 
And Dead End's awesome, but the intro, like, trying to cut that out was a bitch, which is why I think I had the version from Future Crush or something. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. But that, I think, concludes our really fucking long episode <laughs> that, at this point, I think is over two hours It long. is. Oh, absolutely. I don't know how much you would have cut at this point. Uh, I, even with cuts, I think it's going to yeah, be Yeah, so... Hours, unless hey. I cut out the entire beginning. So, so hey, I mean, that's uh, th- that's that's a significant part of your gathering trip. There you go. Taken up. You know, this has to happen every once in a while. So we you got know a lot what? Of shit to talk about. And it's fine because hopefully the next episode will be really fucking short. We'll see about that one <laughs> before uh, before we cut out. I just want to send you guys a Twitter account that you guys should go to. Oh shit! Goes by Superhuman. Human, I don't know. It is at S U P E R H U M M A N one two three four. This dude is basically a glorified stuntman just doing shit in his backyard. He does these for the juggalos and juggalettes. He says it in every video. <laughs> and you know what? I can appreciate that. Here, uh, I'm just gonna play some audio from the one for you, so you can understand what we're doing. And Shmi, I'm gonna show you. This is Super Nutrition today. I'm gonna do a film club on to like tube season for juggalos and juggalettes. Don't try this at home. I hope you like it. Oh shit! Oh no, you fucked it. This shit! Jesus Christ! Oh my fucking god! This is. So yeah. That dude just took his shirt off to do a front flip onto a bunch of fucking lights. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Mick Foley yes, uh, is there too. I'm so, yeah, go ahead and follow him. He's got 44,000 followers, but he only follows 36, so they must be... He follows ICP. He only has 36 he, tweets, too. He follows Triple H. Damn. He follows Jeff Hardy. Damn. He follows Gmo Ski. Damn. Wait. He follows Matt Riddle, but I don't follow Matt Riddle. What's wrong with me? Oh, no. Oh, man. He doesn't... Okay, he follows Twisted Chuck, but does he follow Twisted? In addition he to does. that guy, um, <laughs> if you wish to, to shout stuff at us about our thoughts on Psychopaths from Outer Space and all of the other things that we've talked about, <laughs> uh, you can find us at... Juggalo Judgment. Also uh, on Instagram at... Juggalo Judgment. On Facebook... There's no at. Juggalo Judgment. <laughs> if you want to send us an email, we've got that. Juggalo Judgment. At. Gmail.com. And then, are there ways for them to contact us directly? You know what there are. Shit, what are those? Go on. They can get to us on uh, on Twitter. Yes. Um, mine is at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. What's mine? At Schmeev. Cool. That's great. Um, I believe that our names are in our Twitter, the the Juggalo Juggalo Judgment, Judgment Twitter. Twitter yeah. yeah, so you know you can you can get in touch with us. If you get in touch with us on Facebook, that is primarily handled by Shmi because I don't have Facebook. I'm if also you, very bad at responding to things. Yes, uh, if you get with us uh, on the Instagram, that is mostly run by me. Um, I'm also on my own personal uh, Instagram, 
fairly frequently, and I believe I have my link for that in the Juggalo Judgment Instagram. So if you'd like to just ch- chat with me about Juggalo things, um, I have no problem with that. I've talked to a, a number of, of other lows and lets, and it's it's coolness. He hits the live shit on Instagram all the time. I do, I do. Um, uh, one thing to, to note before we, we peace out of here, because we'll have time um, before these episodes would come out, um, we're still trying to figure out what order we should do. There's three albums that come out basically all on the same day. Um, so we need to figure out how we want to do this. And we might do a, I, th- I thought of maybe doing a poll on, um, sure. on Instagram, or not Instagram, but Twitter, possibly Facebook. Yeah. Um, three albums all came out on Halloween in 2000. Bizarre, Bizarre, and Freak Show. We're trying to figure out what order we should tackle them in. They will all be separate episodes, so please, let us know what we should do. Should we do both Bizarre albums first, and then Freak Show? Should we do Freak Show first, and then the Bizarres? Should we, you know, bookshelf with Freak Show in the middle? Please let us know. Bookend. Bookend. I was going to say bookend, and then I was like, no, that's a wrestling move. (laughs) Should we do... The first track of each one, no, shut. and the second track of each one. Oh my god. Each one gets an episode. <laughs> How does this first track step up to this first track? No. Um, but yeah, we, I want to figure that out. Um, and then, probably after those, I think that we might be able to take some time and do a commentary track. Oh shit. Because I've, I've got my copy. Oh shit. Of Big Money Hustlers. Yeah, to get some watches in. And and we should No, no, no multiple watches. We're just dog, gonna do it dog, once. Dog. It's bad. Don't do that. No. <laughs> you don't Got, wanna gotta just gotta be prepped. Okay. Well I'll give it to you because I've seen I, it multiple times. I mean I'll do i I'll, I'll I'll record like a take or two, but I mean like gotta be prepped. Gotta be prepped. Okay. It's important. Well then then we'll do that. I'll give you my copy. You can borrow it and you can you can get a watch or two in. Yeah. And and then we'll we'll discuss that. Cool. We'll, we'll we'll have a riff track. So the next time you watch Big Money Hustlers, you can hear our salt our our sultry sounds yelling at you about <laughs> one thing or another about why this movie is stupid, great, stupidly great, or greatly stupid. Exactly. And also, with that, back on the subject uh, of uh, of Facebook and how I don't keep track of things and you know pay attention to it well enough. Uh, that time that we addressed somebody who sent a message to us was on that episode that did not come out of Psychopathic oh, Ryan. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about it when we re-recorded it. Oh, damn. It was a message about the Amazing Jekyll Brothers and about uh, the toy song thing. Oh, oh, uh, Play With Me. Play With Me, that one. Uh, regarding how they felt it was not in directly about toys, but more so about somebody being jerked around by some chick and then fucking offing her. Oh, right, 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 right. And meanwhile, I don't think either of us agreed with that necessarily. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, you can... Music... In, in terms of Jay, I could see it. Music, music can be interpreted however you want it. Goddamn unless, right. Unless the person directly comes out and says, no, it's about this. And then, then you, you still like, oh. can anyway, because if people are really bad at getting their message across, it can still come off a different way. Indeed. But with Death that... Death of the author. Kill all of your authors. Metaphorically. With that? It's time. Uh, finish your Red's Apple Ales. <laughs> finish your Moon Mist Blues. Finish your uh, Rock and Rye's. Which Don't drink and drive. So many people should drink Rock and Rye. I'll call you out if you call Rock and Rye shitty. 
ultimately what we're trying to say is finish your fate.